I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is All Angles, VEASAN's football betting podcast. Here is Matt Brown. Hello and welcome to episode number two of All Angles, a football betting podcast here on the VEASAN Podcast Network. My name is Matt Brown. And it is finally here. It is time. Can you believe it? It feels like it's been forever. We have real football upon us. Thursday night football, the opening kickoff of the season. Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs. As we sit right now, looking at about four and a half in favor of the Chiefs. 53, 53 and a half is the total we're looking at on this thing. Big news coming out of this one, of course, is Travis Kelsey. And will he even be able to go Recording this on Wednesday evening, listening to the experts out there, it seems as if they would be shocked if he played. This seems like a hyperextension happening on Tuesday. Seems like it would be very unlikely for him to play on Thursday. Chris Jones, of course, their absolute stud defensive lineman, is holding out. And I can't imagine... As again, they do not have a new contract in place here of Wednesday evening. I can't imagine if they get something done tomorrow morning, he's going to be out there. So it looks like that defensive line is going to be out without the number one graded interior defensive lineman last season by Pro Football Focus. So, I mean, this is a massive hit on this team on both sides of the ball. As we well know, Travis Kelsey is the favorite target of Patrick Mahomes. If you look last year, Travis Kelsey had 110 receptions for this offense the next closest guy had 78 and that was Juju Smith-Schuster and he's gone the next guy after that was Jarek McKinnon a running back who had 56 
if that tells you anything about how big Travis Kelsey not being out there is. Now, what I will say about this is Noah Gray looks to be the guy that is going to fill in for him. And Noah Gray actually kind of secretly under the radar had the fifth most catches on this team last year. Now, it wasn't a bunch. It was 28. But he had the fifth most catches on this team. I expect him to fill in and fill in fairly admirably. It depends on what they open this receiving prop at. As soon as the Kelsey news came out, I ran to the book, looked, it was there, tried to put in a bet. They didn't want to take it. They took everything down. It was only sitting at like 12 and a half yards for for Noah Gray. So I'm imagining if we get Kelsey ruled out, we're going to see this thing closer to 20, 22, something like that. And if that's the case, then I don't know exactly how interested I'll be. But listen, it's an unproven receiving core for sure. And so maybe Noah Gray just with the, you know, listen, with the familiarity might be a guy that uh, ends up getting a bunch of looks. I mean, Sky Moore's going to start. Sky Moore only had 22 catches last year, right? Marcus Valdez-Scantling's going to start. He only had 42 catches last year. They're hoping Kadarius Tony's healthy. Justin Watson's going to contribute as well. But, you know, this is, uh, this was Travis Kelsey's offense. And so it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough thing to replace him. As you know, on the Lions side, they're pretty healthy, except they do have the suspension of Jameson Williams for gambling. So he's not going to be out there for the first six games of the year. Amon Ross St. Brown, just a gaudy 29% target share last season. And I imagine it's going to continue. If you look what is around Jared Goff, and now listen, this offense is not going to be poor by any stretch of the imagination. Like that's not what I'm saying when I say when you look at look at what's around Jared Goff. That said, it's Josh Reynolds, a perennial wide receiver four, basically. It's Marvin Jones, certainly on the downside of his career. That's not saying that he can't still perform at an NFL level, but certainly on the downside of his career. Now, if you want to look up on this, you do have Gibbs coming out of the backfield as a receiver. He is a rookie, so maybe there's a little bit of an adjustment period there. You have Sam Laporta, who everybody is super high on at tight end. Another rookie. But if they tells you anything about what, you know, the, the receiving prop alone in this game ought to tell you what people think about Sam Laporta. I mean, it's sitting up at sitting up at nearly 30 yards, 29 and a half yards. I think 30 and a half. Actually, look at that. 30 and a half at a couple books out there. So that is something. So I am looking here at Amon Ross St. Brown getting peppered with targets yet again. His prop is sitting at six and a half receptions. I don't know if I'd necessarily go the yardage on him. I think it's going to be a lot of short, high percentage targets, though. Certainly be an over or pass for me on Amon Ross St. Brown at six and a half receptions. Another player prop again, if Noah Gray is set at anything like 15 and a half, 16 and a half, 17 and a half yards, if Travis Kelsey gets ruled out, that'll be a play for me. Let's get back to the game in general, the spread and the total. Uh, Look, I played the Lions when it looked as if Jones was definitely not going to play. And it seemed like this was a, I, I had a bunch of questions about this receiving core for Kansas City as it was anyway. It was sitting at six and a half. I went ahead and put in a small play. Um, then the Travis Kelsey news came out. I tried to put in more. Queued it up in the account. They didn't take it. I did get a six, though, for a little bit more uh, on that. Now it's down to four and a half. I think this thing, if Travis Kelsey gets ruled out, might get down to under four. 
because we even saw a four flash today and he's not officially ruled out yet. And so if this thing gets under four, there might be a reason to come back in on the Chiefs. I mean, we're talking about, yes, Travis Kelsey is worth point and a half, two points for sure in this offense. But I mean, is he worth a full three points? Probably not, you know, when it's all said and done. It's still Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I talked about Noah Gray. I mean, he's, he's certainly no Travis Kelsey, but he he found success when he was out on the field anyway. I think the thing that's interesting is the total, maybe 53 and a half. Might be a little too high, though. I mean, if you take Kelsey out of there, if you look at the lines without Jamison Williams, if it's like high percentage, short dot targets for golf, and then what if this thing's just really close and they just run the ball a ton? I mean, like, what if what if they try to exploit the fact that Chris Jones isn't out there? And I think they probably should. They went and got David Montgomery, which kind of leads me to a play that I do have in the account as well. David Montgomery, I have over 50 and a half for rushing yards. It seems a lot of people got on that today. It's up to 52 and a half. I would still play it over 52 and a half. I have him closer to 58 and a half. I know that's not a huge, I know it's not a huge edge, but listen, that's me. I think being fairly conservative, I, I don't think Gibbs is going to get a ton of carries. I think they'll use him in third down situations, little gadget plays and things like that to get the ball in his hands from a receiving standpoint. But they went and got David Montgomery for a reason. They paid him a decent amount of money. And, you know, when we're talking about, actually just running and running between the tackles and all of those things. I mean, that's something that I think you just have to, I think you just have to look at Dave Montgomery and understand that that's going to be his role, at least early in the season. Got a great offensive line. One of the better offensive lines, by the way, in the NFL. I don't know if you know that about this Lions team. And the Chiefs were 18th against the run, according to Pro Football Focus last year with Chris Jones. 16th in rush EPA against them last year with Chris Jones. So you got to think they're lower half of the NFL now without him out there. Like David Montgomery over his yardage for sure. He's 10 to one for first touchdown score. He's like plus 125 for anytime touchdown score. They've already said he's going to be the goal line back as it is anyway. So if you wanted to go that route, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't talk you off of it. The first touchdown score is always just a fun thing to have. Um, Producer Stephanie over at VEASAN writes a cool article over on VEASAN.com. If you want to uh, go and check that out about first touchdown score, she's done a bunch of research and things like that. So be sure and take a look at that. Probably a good time for me to remind you that we have the updated NFL betting guide that's out over there right now. So the VEASAN team just basically looked looked at all these preseason games, went in, if they wanted to add anything, we went in and got a bet from every single host that's on the network. You get the analysis for each and every team. We even threw some contest strategies in there as well. So uh, that's beeson.com slash subscribe if you want to go over there. And just 19 bucks to give it a try for the first month. Or you can do a, if you want to go ahead and just take the plunge, uh, 50% off for an entire, for an annual subscription over there. When we come back, I'll give you one more bet that's in my account, and we'll do the full breakdown here of how we think this thing is going to play out. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, one more bet in the account, and I think this is probably going to be like, oh, yeah, well, Captain Obvious. But, yeah, you know, sometimes obvious things are obvious, and sometimes you bet the obvious things. And, look, Sky Moore is going to be out on the field. He's going to be out there most likely even when they're just doing two two wide-out sets, which they don't do too often anyway. But, I mean, he's a starter on this team, Sky Moore, at least for the time being. Now, he might not actually get it done while he's out there, but he's at least a starter for now. His receiving total sitting at 44.5 yards. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw the ball to somebody. If Travis Kelsey's not out there, we already talked about it. Juju Smith-Schuster's out of town. He was your second. He was your second highest receiver on this team last year. It's not going to be Marcus Valdez-Scantling. He's just not that dude. That's not who Marcus Valdez-Scantling is. He's not a high volume guy. 
He's not a dude. Like, look, his if you look at Marcus Valdez Scanlon, he's just the guy that you throw it down the field to. He, he slips open every now and then. He has like a 50% catch percentage. Like we're talking like 81 targets and 42 catches because it's like it's just, you just heed the ball down the field to him, you know? 16.4 yards per reception. That's what you're looking at. 51.9% if you want that catch percentage. Sky Moore was much higher as a rookie last year, a 67% catch percentage. And again, I feel like he will be much more utilized in this thing if Travis Kelsey isn't out there. And it looks like Travis Kelsey is not going to be out there as of this recording. Now, if Travis Kelsey tries to gut it out, I, honestly, let's go over that angle. If Travis Kelsey tries to gut it out, I think you look and whatever they post for his yardage total, you probably just have to assume that you play the under no matter what. I mean, a hyperextended knee a couple of days in advance is just nothing you can just easily come back from. So he, it, you have to think that he would just be out there in limited fashion as it is anyway. Maybe just playing in the red zone or something. So that would almost be an auto under. And then and, and you still would want to play Sky more. They're going to have to move the ball through the air. They're going to have to throw at somebody. And that somebody is definitely not going to be Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Justin Watson or anything like that. Now, it could be Kadarius Tony. It could be Kadarius Tony. They went and traded for him. He's finally healthy. Maybe it's him. But my inkling is that it's Sky Moore. And with that, Sky Moore at over 44 and a half receiving yards somewhere I'm looking. If this total continues to get bet up, because as we know with these standalone games, betters like to bet overs. They don't want to root for no points. It's the first game of the year. It seems like everyone's going to get hyped and excited. Get in here and start betting this thing. Well, if that's the case, I will come in on the under. If this thing gets on the like 40, if this thing gets up to like 54 and a half or 55, which isn't out of the realm of possibility for the first game of the year with everybody betting into this market, standalone game, first game of the year, to think that this thing could move a point and a half, then I'll be coming in on the under. Like I said, I think the Lions have a pretty good route here to run on this Chiefs team without Chris Jones. And again, it was a run defense. It wasn't all that great as it was anyway. An awesome offensive line for this Lions team. And without Kelsey out there, I think they can keep this thing pretty close. So I'm, you know, I'm leaning towards an, an under there in which like the Lions basically are able to run the ball successfully, keep the clock moving a little bit, maybe pro- try and play keep away from Patrick Mahomes as well. The more you can keep him off the field, obviously the better. So for me, that's the kind of look here. We want that thing to climb though before kickoff. So just kind of monitor that as we as we get going. I don't like I said. I think the Chiefs would be a play if this thing gets down, you know, under four. That might be the time to come back in on them. At four and a half, I think it's just kind of a no play. I think it's just, I think it's just kind of there. I think it's about right. You know, you adjust for Kelsey being out, and this is where we sit. Nothing for me on either of the passing totals because again, I just. I'm not exactly sure the the game flow of this completely and totally. Like, I believe the Lions are going to try to run it a little bit more. Can't be for certain on that. Uh, so I don't want to really touch Goss. And start with Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't want to get involved in a game in which his number one receiver is out. And I don't really exactly know then what the game plan is going to be and how Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are going to tackle this thing, right? And so 286 and a half yards seems gaudy for your number one receiver being out. But at the same time, it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, so I'm not going to doubt them. It's a no play for me on the passing yard stuff, so just leave that alone. Quick recap. Uh, Noah Gray, if that number comes out and it's reasonable and there's no Travis Kelsey, going to get on that. Amon Ross St. Brown, I like the over on him for six and a half receptions. I also like the over on David Montgomery rushing yards as well. If you wanted to throw in something on him, for a you know touchdowns anytime touchdown score 
If you want to go that route as opposed to the rushing yards, I don't hate that. He is their goal line guy, and I think they're going to score some points. And if you want to go first touchdown score, that's fine too. Sky Moore over the 44 and a half as well. I do like that a ton. And I'm leaning under, and I haven't gotten these in the account yet, but I do want to mention these. I'm leaning under on the rushing yards for the backs for the Chiefs. Reason being here, Pacheco's up to 51 and a half. McKinnon's up to 17 and a half. Look, Pacheco didn't play much and didn't go, didn't do a lot in camp. He was coming off of shoulder injury, and so he didn't do a ton there. Jarrett McKinnon's never really been a rusher anyway for this squad. And like, I actually think Clyde Edwards Alaire is going to factor in. I think they're going to like utilize him. He's healthy. They've got him active. Like, I think he's going to be part of the offense. And so, if that's the case, then I, I'm leaning towards the unders on both of those guys as it's posted right now. And I'll tell you, uh, I don't think there's like an, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I think there is a world in which the chiefs could be down in this game without Kelsey in there. So with that, then of course you're not running the ball with Jared McKinnon. Like that's not happening. So anyhow, leaning towards the unders on those rushing totals. Haven't gotten the account yet, but uh, follow me on the Twitter machine at Matt Brown M2. And I'll let you know if I do end up putting those in there, but uh, certainly if they creep up, there will be a, uh, there'll be an underplay on both Pacheco and on McKinnon as well. Guys do appreciate you listening here to episode two of this. We'll be here every single uh, Thursday night football game, Monday night football game. And then of course, just a big preview of the entire week as well. Do appreciate if you want to go ahead and hit that pause button, go down five-star review. You want to leave a rating. If you want to leave a review, that helps as well. Really do appreciate the support with all of this, guys. Looking forward to a great NFL season. Looking forward to trying to make some money as well. Good luck on all your Thursday night football bets. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.